So I wanted to do a Spidey cosplay last night, but everybody's like, ha waiting for the queef. So um, I made a video. What, do you guys want me to come in like this? Like, can I just post a thirst trap without being like, let one rip? One, two, one, two, episode 22. Before we do anything here, I got to say, what a talented bunch you guys are. I got your letters. I read everything. I, I got to show you guys some of the things people sent me. Well, we're going to do a fan mail segment at the end of the show today. Really cool stuff. What I learned from your letters is that there's two types of people out there, normal people and vabbers. And if you don't know what a vabber is, don't feel bad because apparently I'm late on this too. Women are now wearing their vaginal juices on their neck as perfume. That's right, folks. I'm just reading the news. Enough people are doing this that it made headlines. I don't know who needs to hear this, but vabbing works. Vabbing 100% works. Like, what the f I got offered two free drinks at the pool, and then a guy literally came back and gave me this. If you vab, you will attract people. Like, a day, a one-night stand, or you'll just get free drinks all night. This has been going on for a while now, apparently, too. All right, you guys, the vapping is complete. Vabbing at the gym for the first time. You guys aren't gonna believe me told you i would never steer you girls wrong so what are you waiting for stop thinking about it and just do it it's hard to keep up with the collapse of society i miss a lot of shrapnel sometimes it hits me right in the face but this one flew right past me get up there give him a swipe anyway we're gonna get an expert female perspective on this stuff today the hilarious violet jones is calling in in a little bit now, Violet's an L.A. comic, and I, I got to imagine this is where all these trends are originating from. So I'm hoping she's got some intel on what's going on here, because I, I just don't get it. Get up there. Give him a swipe. The horror show continues. I mean, you might as well consider this episode the Halloween special, because it's not going to be pretty. I'm just warning you right now. The things I've seen the past month, it's just horrific. You got a lady here who decided to turn herself into a dragon. Yeah, scale implants, split her tongue. Look at her. There's an article here about how her son has disowned her because of this, which I actually think is a mistake. I mean, I'm assuming he was living at home with her. Kind of a missed opportunity. I mean, if your mom's a dragon, you could use her as a hibachi grill. I, I mean, you got an electric stove, the power goes out, at least you still got a flame. Nobody's going to rob your house knowing there's a dragon in there. To me, it just seems like a safe place to be. little sense of security, you know, until you get on your feet. <laughs> who are these surgeons? <laughs> Does anyone ever wonder who these people are? You know, you know, I was checking in on the alien guy. And I, now if you remember, I did a video on this one a while back. His mission in life is to become an alien. 
Now, I don't usually give out these people's names because, you know, their whole life revolves around getting attention. But this guy's so fascinating. I, I got to let you in on this. He calls himself the Black Alien Project. Now, since I did that video on him, he has since removed two fingers from each of his hands. Yeah, he's removing limbs now. Yeah, not kidding. He has plans to remove his legs next. I mean, could you imagine? Everyone in the world would very much like to keep their hands and legs, yet this guy would rather remove them and slither on the ground like an earthworm. You don't want to know what he wants to do to his alien prong. I'm not even touching that one. I don't need visions of that popping up in my nightmares. And he just keeps adding things. Like, I guess he cut a slit in his lip and put, put a little see-through glass piece in there so he could see his bottom teeth. Like, who cares to even do this? I just refuse to pretend like this isn't insane. Like we're all supposed to sit here and pretend like there's no reason to be concerned for this man. Come on. That's why I love all these virtue signalers. Pray for Ukraine. Pray for Afghanistan. How about pray for the mentally ill? Where's the march for these people? My heart is heavy today as we pray for the injustice the TV tells me to care about this month. Everyone pretends to care. <laughs> All these people marching around and screaming on social media about how much they care about people. You'd think each one of these people would be housing a few of these marginalized, vulnerable people. Here's a guy walking around chopping his limbs off each month. His nose is gone, ears. He's about to split his salami in half. <laughs> I mean, he tells you where he is. Go find him and hug him. Help him. You care about people, right? The suicide rates are rising. People are in need. Yeah, you think this guy's just going to grow into his old age? <laughs> Come on. We, we got to start getting real here, man. I, you know, if you're pretending to care about society to make yourself look like you care while doing nothing about it, just shut the fuck up. It, it's like rich people who, when they see a homeless guy, they're quick to give him money, right? They'll cut checks for charity. And then when they're at a restaurant and they get the wrong salad dressing, they berate the waitress. You know, because they're good people, right? <laughs> Funny how easy it is for them to give money, but how hard it is for them to actually be a decent human being when no one's looking. Isn't that funny? People are so full of shit. And it's hilarious that those kind of people don't know that we know they are. Here's some food for you, buddy. Yeah, anyway, let me get to my sponsor real quick and thank the guys at Raycon for supporting the show. I carry these things in my pocket just so in case I come across these type of people, I could just pop them right in my ear. They're very, very handy. They sound good too. You could crank these things. Eight hours of playtime, 32-hour battery life. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. They make it very simple. You just tap it for the volume up and down. Everything's on the earplug. That's what I like, and they stay in your ear. That's the best part because I, I got such a big head. It's, it's like my ear holes are, are too big. I, anytime I ever get these damn earplugs, they, they always fall out. But these ones, they're solid, man. You can customize the sound profiles. Raycon's Everyday Earbuds has over 50,000 five-star reviews. Go to buyraycon.com today. Use code JOEYBVS15 
to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code JOEYBVS15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off. Now, could you imagine during that ad read, guaranteed someone somewhere in the world was vabbing? Statistically, I mean, out of all the people in the world, somebody was doing that during my ad read. That's a thought for you. Oh, my God. You know, I was watching this uh, show, Botched, where uh, people go in with botched plastic surgeries and, you know, these doctors fix them. But it just, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. It makes you wonder, like, who are these doctors who do this to people? I mean, I understand that there's mistakes, but it's like, why are you, like, if somebody wants to get concrete put in their ass, why, why, who, who's doing this? Who is doing these things? It's just like, I don't understand it. And I understand, like, these are extreme cases, obviously. But, you know, it, it's just funny because growing up, I never saw anyone with plastic surgery. And if you did, it was kind of like a talk of the town. Like, oh, do you know, like, Judy's got fake boobs. They're like, oh, did you see that lady? She's got fake lips. Like, it was a, an anomaly to see that growing up. And I remember going to California uh, around, I don't know, 2008. And I'm seeing it everywhere. And I'm like, is this just a regional thing or is this something that's trending worldwide now and just hasn't reached where I grew up at? Um, and I haven't been home, you know, in a while to really, you know, see how much it's changed. But I mean, from what I'm seeing, I'm like, this is like taking over the world. I mean, people are getting their lips done, their asses done. And I mean, and it's not just exclusive to women. I mean, men are doing this too, but it just seems like it is like way more prominent in the female community. That this is, this is why I'm excited to have my guest on today. And, and we should, we should bring her up and I got to pee. So I'm going to be right back and uh, we're going to get into it with Violet Jones. I was at the zoo with my dude we were making out in this private part of the zoo and then we look up and there's a monkey fucking jacking off and then we're like what dude and he's like and then ran into the bushes and i thought maybe he was just cleaning himself you know maybe that was like a monkey thing they were just cleaning their dick they were just you know getting termites out or something nope googled it looked up monkey porn not proud of that search um and apparently monkeys jack off all of the time i know this because i watched so many videos of it with my dude in our bed which i think was a little bit strange bonding experience but it worked and the best part if you look it up a lot of them were taken by parents of their kid looking at the monkey and then the monkey starts masturbating and the parent keeps recording it's like oh isn't that funny animals are crazy bro a monkey's jacking off to your child and you're just okay with this and you know what the weird part the monkey didn't just go like this it's like he went like uh, uh and then he squeezed it out he was like oh and then he wiped it off of his finger and ate it. Savage. Oh, he's cleaning it. The best part was that my dude kept kissing me after the monkey was jacking off. He went back for it. That's commitment. That's when I was like, I'm marrying this dude for sure. Miss Violet Jones, how are you? Um, I'm good. I did ayahuasca a couple of days ago, which probably wasn't a good idea considering that 
I know who you are and I know who your podcast is like. And I'm like, all right, this is going to be a lot of a lot of anger. This is going to be a positive. I, I've turned over a new is leaf it? recently. Yeah. Yeah. See, oh, I didn't okay. need ayahuasca to turn over a leaf. because uh. This is actually <laughs> perfect timing because I, I need a female perspective on a few things here today. There, there's a few things going on in the women's community that I I just can't wrap my brain around. And I realized I need someone who has a vagina her whole life to help me understand this. I'll do my best. What is this vabbing thing? Did you hear about this? No. Oh, oh, women are rubbing their vagina juices on their neck and using it as perfume on dates. This lady in this video is talking about how people are naturally drawn to you if you um, take some vagina juice and dab it on yourself as if it's perfume. And it just makes me think how, you know, I feel like people naturally are drawn to me and people, you know, like my charisma or whatever when they meet me. And I wonder if it's because I always smell like vagina. Do I need to do that? I feel like this is something animals would do. I haven't met a single person that thoroughly enjoys the smell of my vagina unless I stuff it with some kind of cream from Whole Foods or Trader Joe's. So probably not. Okay, so you're opting out on this trend. But I I wonder if they know something we don't know. Like there's there's probably, it's like a pheromone thing probably. I wonder if guys do this. You know, I love the smell of dicks. So maybe... Well, look, I was thinking about starting the babbing trend, which I, I would just, I guess, have my ball sweat on my neck. I mean, that would probably put me in good standing with social media, considering that tic- it's trending on TikTok, but I'm banned. So maybe I should have started the babbing trend for men. Well, you know what we should do? We should do an experiment. I'll, I'll pee on a paper towel and dab it on my neck. You pee on whatever toiletries you have, put it on your neck. Yeah. And we should see if our partners like it. Yeah, well, at the very least, our careers will skyrocket if we filmed it, right? I mean, <laughs> it's just like, no matter what, we'll get this, something out of this. We might lose our partners, but... This guy who I who I went on a date with for a week, yeah. eight years ago, right. and I blocked him because he was so weird. Yeah. He just messaged me on WhatsApp and asked me to do OnlyFans with him. Oh, jeez. And he was like... He's like, uh, come on. My girlfriend just got gangbanged by this guy. It was so hot. I would love you to be a part of it. I was like, I haven't seen this guy in eight years. And I was like, well, send me videos because you got to know what the content is. I was like, send me the content. I want to see what's happening. Yeah. And and then he asked me, he's like, are you into anal? And I was like, well, I don't know, maybe. And he's like, okay, great. He's like, I want I want someone to eat my ass. Holy crap. What what an aggressive approach. And you haven't seen this guy in how long? Eight years. Eight years. I feel like he's, I feel like he's probably putting pee on his neck. He's flabbing or pabbing or whatever it's called. Absolutely. That guy came like Hurricane Ian. Holy shit. Well, look, we got to talk about our friend airbag tits. Do you know who I'm talking about? I get all my news through you, Joey. So (laughs) I don't know. That's not a good thing. That's definitely a concern. Is this the girl... Is this the girl that you'll know right away when you see her? Oh, 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 God. Oh, no. Wait, but what's up with the long haired guy just like in her tits? <gasps> oh, this is our favorite stripper girl. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Wait, that guy is like, he's like, come home with me. Just 
<laughs> she just oh my god he looks like he's about to smuggle her oh no isn't that a oh, horrible no. I mean, could you imagine eating across the street? I mean, people ha- must be horrified. I live not far from this situation, which is very disappointing that I didn't see it in person. I I just want to know what it feels like. Two things. I want to yeah. know what it feels like to carry all that around right. all day long. And also, how do they sleep? Like, you posted that video of the chicks with the giant butts yeah. recently. Yeah. I don't know. How do you do you, ha- you have to sleep on your stomach? Because you can't sleep. How do you sleep? Well, with those That's big asses, about. well, you don't even need a mattress. You could just sleep anywhere. So, I mean, there's it's served but, a purpose. Joey, right? think about the dynamics of this, right? Because yeah. you're, you're, if your butt is like this, that means you're sleeping like, you're sleeping, <laughs> you're sleeping like, you're sleeping Maybe like a, a triangle. They you're sleeping a- like this. <laughs> and then if, and then if your butt, so you can't sleep because you have your, the curve of your back would be like broken. And then, right. okay. So you have to sleep on your side because a lot of these girls have big giant tits because you can't right. sleep like this because then you'd be an upward dog. I, that's whenever I see these surgeries, I'm just like, yeah. how are these people sleeping? I don't know. I don't I, know how to do it. They're they're not going to last very long. I don't understand. I, I figured you would have seen her by now. I mean, she's not hard to miss. I don't go outside. She, well, that's a good thing. I don't either. <laughs> Especially if I was living in L.A. and I seen that. Imagine having kids. Imagine being at a stoplight. And she just drops on your windshield. That would be that would be like a like an alien falling out of a spaceship. <laughs> you, you, you would be horrified. I mean, that would get you to move, right? I mean, You're like, ho- all right, kids. Holy crap! I mean, you know, I, I that's the thing is that you got to help me understand this because, and you know, I, I talk a lot about this stuff, and it's like. I don't know what it's like to be a female, but you know, so I, there, there definitely is a female perspective that I, there must be just some avenue I'm not thinking of now. Like what would compel a woman to do something like this to their, to their body? I mean, I've spent a lot of time in LA. I'm telling you, it's, it's odd to not see a female with any work done, but there, but there's just some things that are overboard. I mean, I mean, just look, just like the general lip thing. Like these women will blow up their lips to the point where their upper lip starts to extend out like a Simpsons character. Like, like if you look at their side view, it's Marge Simpson. I mean, is the Simpsons just like a big thing out there? Are they super fans? Is this like a cosplay thing? <laughs> okay. So I know that you, your fans are probably the most cutthroat, no bullshit motherfuckers. They're they're sweethearts. They're all sweethearts. They, I think probably out of any podcast, your fans are like the realest motherfuckers, see-through bullshit kind of people. So I'm not, I'm going to be completely transparent. I have gotten my lips done before. So I do have a tidbit of experience. Not, it's gone now, but I think when a girl gets it done, more or less, I don't know. There's some part of it is the filters on Instagram. Okay. Cause there's all those filters that make your lips look like this. And yeah. then you, and then you're just like, I just want it to last a little bit longer than the 15 seconds I have on Instagram stories. You know what I mean? Uh, so you get it done. This is not funny. I, I'm not laughing. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very is serious. A genuine I mean, question? the people are on the edge of their seats right now waiting. You're representing all the females in the world right now. I'm not a good representative. Okay, can I'm not I don't really I was raised by a a, a super sexist mm. father. 
So I don't really feel like I have a good perspective on what women want. I feel like Mel Gibson in that movie right now. Well, let me let me phrase it this way then. Like you said, you've got work done, but you haven't gotten work done to the extent of the people that I'm showcasing and the people that I'm concerned. Oh, yeah, yeah. So let me no. let me ask you this. What stops you from going to that level? I came home and my boyfriend told me I looked like a Russian hooker. Wow. It's like, whatever you want, but you, you look like I punched you in the face. And I was like, okay. Yikes. Okay. So I think, you know, probably a real soundboard. I mean, honestly, these women that are doing, and even same thing for men. Right. When you go to that level of extreme, it's the same reason why anyone does something to the extreme, right? Is you, yeah. you desperately want attention. I see. You desperately want attention. You desperately want your life to mean something. And this gives those people it gives them a sense of purpose in life i walk down the street and i get noticed and this is something that everyone looks at and gives my life a sense of purpose and that's why they have to keep going bigger and bigger and bigger it's the same reason why a musician sadly or like it's right. a musician or someone's like i'm gonna make a new song i'm gonna get bigger i'm gonna do a bigger stadium it's that same it's the same part of the human brain it's just applied to a different thing so do you think that's what this shop teacher with the prosthetic boobs is going for? Have you seen the guy walking around the pool? Yeah. And and are we sure that that's not Tim Dillon? I mean, like, have you looked at, <laughs> looked at his face that there's a very close resemblance there? <laughs> I, I don't think he's for real. Like, uh, here's the thing. Here's what creeps me out is, is, is that this guy's teaching kids how to use power tools and he's not even using them right. There's a video of him using a power saw with his hair dangling down right in front of the saw. I mean, do you know how dangerous this is? Like, he's going to let somebody with long hair do this without telling them to put their hair up? And then they interview the principal, and they're more upset with the kid referring to him as a he. Like, this could be the next Saw movie. I think he probably... Is it a... Now, is this a trans... Is this, does this person identify as a woman? <clears throat> we don't know what he identifies as. All we know that it's a man that's wearing a wig and he has prosthetic boobs. We don't okay. know, like, you know, like, I don't know what he is, his pronouns are, what he wants to be referred to, but it's definitely a man. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to refer to her as she. Okay. And... <laughs> you do that. Congratulations. Um, we'll, we'll play. And, pretend. uh, so she, <laughs> um, <laughs> well <laughs> look at you watching uh, <laughs> being very careful about what you say right now <laughs> no i well okay i've worked with people that identify as they so yeah. i've trained uh, you think call, okay you think calling someone who identifies as a she or a he is hard try finding try meeting who identifies as a they every time you talk about them you have to say they went there and they did this and they feel this way have you ever done this exercise? Uh, no, I stay in my house. This is why I don't go outside. But uh, I, if I were to run into these situations, I would gladly refer to anybody whatever they want to be referred to. That, I have no problem okay. doing that. But the reality is between adults, we know that it's a man and we know that it's a woman, but we're being polite and we're trying to be inclusive mm -hmm. by giving them the respect to talk to them that way. And I understand that. But they have to know that it's not easy to do that. Like you're going to slip up. You're going to forget. They, like, do, it, they do it on purpose, especially the people who are these. I yeah. swear I swear these motherfuckers do it on purpose because <laughs> you'll be there yeah. and they, and I, 
I and they will sit there and they will triple check every single word. Like you have to make sure. And then you'll say, Oh yeah, she fucked the fuck. I'm sorry. They, 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 they did that. So so sorry. They. Yeah. Um but it is fun now because whenever I date people, I always refer to them as they and leaving it ambiguous and people don't know if you're dating a man or a woman. <laughs> and that's a fun thing for me. Especially if I'm at a dog park and there's some lesbian that's very thirsty and I'm like, and then my partner, they're just and she's like, she definitely munches cooch. And I'm like, maybe because they don't know. Um, but the shop teacher, I think, you know what? They just need to train. If they were a drama teacher, yeah. we wouldn't be talking about this. If this person was a theater teacher, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. That's true. Or dance or sure. cheerleading coach. Sure. I think they just need to maybe... We just don't identify this person with a shop shop class. But here's the thing, though, is that for I don't know how it's perceived out in the outside world. And I, I, I could imagine how it is. But as we talked about in the beginning of the interview, I'm more concerned that he doesn't he's not qualified for the job. And I feel like this whole discussion oh. about what he's wearing is like masking the real important issue. Like his hair is going to get caught in the power saw. He's going to scalp some. He's going to scalp himself. And yeah. nobody's talking. Like, that's why. Like I feel like there's a big nuance to this discussion. Everyone's so caught up in the he, she, they thing. And it's like, to me, a lot of times when you bring this up because the person might be trans, it's almost like they can do no wrong. You're not even allowed to talk about that. And if you talk about that, like there's anything wrong with them, then you're transphobic. It's like, we can't live in a society like that. That's not fair. Excuse me, ma'am. No porn at the bar. Oh, it's okay. I'm transgender. Oh, I, I had no idea. Do whatever you want all the time. Just like if you got to walk on eggshells because someone demands that you perfectly, you know, throw the word they in the right moments. It's like we're, we've created a new language. It's like you got to give us a window of time to like adjust to this. You Like how arrogant is that to like expect you to like get it perfect? It's like and I know not, they're not all like that. But like in your personal experience, here you are. You got to walk on eggshells. And meanwhile, you do respect them. You are treating them like a human being. But yet they're coming back and they're, and they're fucking whipping you across the neck because you get it wrong like i just feel that we all need to calm the fuck down well who who chose they that's what i'm I don't know. honestly who the fuck <laughs> who's in charge of this who, who is who, in charge i need to know <laughs> who's in charge i swear to fucking god there's these things that just are happening like who's making these choices no one's know. no one's asking no one's wondering i don't think it's fair they should make a new word yeah. They should make a new word for they because they usually refers to a group of people, plural. Now, I did a lot of research on this. Oh, okay. So in Shakespearean time, yeah. In Shakespearean time, uh, sometimes they would refer to people as they if they were, um, you know, whatever, gender ambiguous. Yeah. So that's why I guess they pulled it. But I do think that they should change it to a different word because it's not fair. It's not fair because. When I was like, oh, they went to the store. People were like, yeah. who went to the store? A group of people went to the store? Yeah. No, this one person went to the store. It's just confusing from a grammar's perspective. I, I agree. But it's, it's sloppy. I don't know who we complain to. I don't know who's in charge of this. Like, where do we write a letter? You know, I know if, if my congressman <laughs> passes a law I don't like, I know where to send the letter. Right, but I don't right. know who's in charge of all of us. And what we're supposed to be, I don't know who's in charge I, Demi of what. I would start with Demi Lovato and go from there. <laughs> I don't know. It does. I, you know, there are moments where I start feeling 
old. Oh, I start. Yeah, I almost thought you. Were, I almost thought you were gonna say. There's moments where I start feeling like I'm a they. <laughs> no. You scared me. <laughs> well, I shouldn't be scared. Okay, now I'm transphobic. I'm they phobic now. <laughs> I gotta shout out my uh, my other sponsor here for supporting the show. Real quick, ExpressVPN. You know, I haven't been watching a lot of movies lately, but I, I will tell you, every time Halloween comes up, I love watching old horror movies. I'm not, I'm not really into uh, any of the new movies. I mean, really, the, the best horror movie out there right now is your average TikTok feed. So what's cool about ExpressVPN is if, say, you're on Netflix, right? And I don't know how many times I go to Netflix and I search for a movie and I can't find it. That happens to me all the time. Well, you don't realize is there's a lot of movies in there that's hidden that they do have, but they're only available in other countries. So with ExpressVPN, what you're able to do is you can change your online location to make it look like you're in a different country. When you do this, you can access all the movies that are available in other countries on Netflix. That's what's awesome about this. And it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works with pretty much all the streaming services. Use it on your phone, your tablet, your TV, all that stuff. Get three extra months of ExpressVPN for free when you go to expressvpn.com slash joeybvs. That's expressvpn.com slash joeybvs. So this, this person that I used to work with, the person who identifies as they, when I first met them, you yeah. know, I said, Hey, you know, I was trying to create some sort of relationship. And I was, and, she, and I was like, well, why did you come to this? And she, they said, cause I'm, I was fucked up again. She didn't say, um, yeah. they said, well, I don't really, there's times where I feel very masculine. There's times where I feel very feminine. And I was like, okay, I understand. I feel like that sometimes too. You know, yeah. when I put on, when I put on my fucking like snowboarding outfit and my fucking beanie and I'm just like, I'm basically a guy right now. And yeah. then there's moments where I put on Victoria's Secret and I'm like, I'm such a girl. These gender constructs are a bit confusing. So I said, Oh, I understand. Sometimes I feel more masculine. And sometimes I feel more feminine. Mm -hmm. I doubt there's moments where you Joey feel feminine. If there was a feminine side to me, it would be me wearing my emotions on my sleeve. I don't think that's typical for men, which is ironic because I have the opposite problem. I'm very, my very left brain thinking driven and it's hard for me. It's taken a lot of work for me yeah. to learn how to be feeling driven and emotional and think through a feeling perspective. So that's why you start looking at these gender norms. It's like, well, maybe we shouldn't have maybe the idea of gender norms. We're trying to become that, but it's not really, it's not really an accurate representation of people. I don't know. I mean, yeah. do you think if we didn't have gender norms, like let's say hypothetically speaking, there was no he and there was no she. And there was no, there was no gender bias. There was no identity. Do you think people would be different? I we mean, wouldn't be people. You wouldn't. You think, but no. Well, why? Because how would we? I mean, we'd be a whole different species, though. It relies on men and women to produce more people, right? So if we didn't right. have that, like we would be some, we'd be a tree. Well, like you look at, you look at, you know, like bacteria. They don't have a female or male, but they do replicate by division, and so. There's plenty of species who replicate that don't have gender. Yeah, but they also don't have feelings either, do they? Um, do they have hopes and dreams? Like, does an amoeba have hopes and dreams? Yes, to replicate. Do they think about <laughs> it, though, or are they just on autopilot? That's did all you, they care about. Did you talk about this during your ayahuasca trip? 
absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would annoy the shaman. He'd be like, all right, just get out of here. Like, what are we talking about here? Have you done it before? No, I, I have no desire to do it. I mean, I've done mushrooms. I've done, that's probably as far as I've gone. I've done it's Molly close. and stuff like that. But I will tell you this, though. Most of the experiences that I've heard have been positive and eye-opening. Some even have religious experiences or kind of, you know, uh, kind of cleans a slate in their life where they can start over and they're thinking fresh. I just, for me, there's nothing that I've heard that people have gotten out of it that I feel that I need or want right now. Well, I honestly, so I think whatever it's, whatever it's kind of a ayahuasca is very interesting because it, they always say the medicine knows what you need. Right. Mm. So someone who it's weird. It's, it's almost like a spirit and it knows exactly what you have or what's blocking you energetically. And that's what you work on. Right. So yeah. for me, the reason why I started it was because in my stand up, I felt, I had, I felt like I had issues being vulnerable on stage mm. and emotionally I would, I would hide. And, um, I always felt like I was hiding a little bit and I, and, and so many people I've dated told me they're like, you're like a robot. You don't have feelings. And, mm. I was so left brain. Um, And so I did it to work on to access my feelings. And then when I did it, I realized, oh, my dad would leave if I cried or if I had emotion. And so I learned emotions are bad. So I turned off my feelings. So that's something. So for you, it could mean anything, you know, maybe it's um, who knows what it is, but you don't, I I would never try to sell it to anybody. I don't think it's necessary for anyone but there is a really cool thing where you feel you know like you feel very connected i would akin it to you know i'm I'm a very nihilistic person i always Mm. thought when you died nothing just everything was black and and uh and then when i did it i i felt the sense of oh there maybe is something outside of our out of our peripheral sphere of life Mm. that we can't see and maybe there is something outside of it and I don't care if there is something I don't feel you know I think the need for an afterlife comes from a place of fear and feeling like uh you know oh I I need something and I don't really care um so for to me experience that was interesting you know like well maybe there is something that's that's after or like energetically interesting that you say that because i have a similar perspective where it's it's like i believe there's something out there i believe we came from something like everything on the earth but But what are you basing that on well i'm basing it on the fact that the sun grows the crops for us to eat and stay alive and everything's in a perfect position i feel like it's an odd coincidence that everything is like a well-oiled machine and i feel like everything that was created came from something. So my opinion is that there has to be a creator based on that. Do I know 100%? No, I don't. But I put my money on it. But to your point, I'm not obsessed with knowing. I don't need to know. I don't think we're supposed to know. I don't think we should be obsessing over it because I feel like that's where a lot of the conflict comes. Don't you think in the world, there's a lot of religious wars. There's a lot of people are pissed off when someone doesn't believe the same thing another person believes in. So I feel like we're not supposed to obsess with it. I feel like what's ever going to happen is going to happen. So to along your lines where it's kind of like, well, I don't think we need to know or whatever. I agree with you. I have a hunch. I'd mm. like to believe that there was a creator. I do I do believe in a creator, but 
Do I know how this got, how we got here? I don't fucking know, but I'm not going to pretend that I know, but it sounds like a great story. I would love to know that there's a guy or something in the sky watching over me and I go to this beautiful place. That would be great. So why don't I just strive to that? Why don't I just try to be mm-hmm. the best person that I could be just in case I don't get fucked at the end of this? You know, how fucking, how horrible would that be where he's just like, you're dead. And then you just show up at the gate. He's like, I'm here, bitch. You go to hell and, and you're in a prison with all the people you've ever shit on in any podcast. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> it's just big tits. Hi, Joey. I've been waiting for you. Oh, God. I would kill myself again. I'd be like, please tell me there's another hell. I'll try another your one. Pun- <laughs> yes, like, your, no. your punishment is hell is that they get to do the surgeries to you. Oh, that would be my hell, though. Giant tits. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you can't sleep oh, they're thinking about my pod our podcast they're like you really can't sleep with a big ass and giant tits oh like there's God. no comfortable position don't don't say that i'll, I'll, oh. I'll end up retiring from the show <laughs> <laughs> the next show i'll just be like oh, guys i can't do this anymore yeah she freaked me out violet freaked me out yes. but and, and, anyway look it's look it's wild out there but look Vi- violet that, uh, thank you for your insight and then what do you got coming up and where can people see you perform and where can they find you online and all that good stuff um yeah i am i'm taking my late night set pretty soon here and uh that's kind of just my focus right now i'm not gonna say for which late night um because it's not finalized yet but uh Mm -hmm. instagram valid jones and uh yeah come say hello okay thanks and i'll talk to you soon awesome all right talk to you later well that was fun now i want to get into the fan stuff and you know, sometimes I like to highlight artists in my videos in contrast to the nonsense that gets attention on the internet. So maybe I'll do that each episode. You know, at the end of the show, we'll go through the mail and we'll, we'll just do like an artist spotlight for somebody, um, you know, just to keep that going. But I got to read one letter in particular here that I got. And I'm going to keep the name anonymous. We'll just say Jennifer. Um, because I got something to say about this. I, I got some advice for this person. So I'm going to kind of, uh, I'm going to skim through this a little bit and uh, get to the meat of it here. Um, let's see. Dear Joey. Now I'm skipping around a little bit. I am 29 years old. I can't seem to cross paths with anyone that has a passion. Everyone around me is glued to their phones, TVs, or video games. I say this is the loneliest time to be alive. Dating apps have completely destroyed meaningful human connection. Alpha males have gone extinct. Men are afraid of women. I was asked if I consent to a kiss after a date. What a turnoff. Morals and working values now obsolete. Even my girlfriends have bought into the idea that it is okay to live a life without class. The steady brainwash of those around me keeps me and my views in a silent box on the shelf. Talk about isolation. Meanwhile, in the dating world, I can't seem to find a guy with the wherewithal to step up, sorry, to set up his own dentist appointments without his mommy. I don't think my ability to find people that are responsible is broken. I think this is just how people are now. Women flapping their ass cheeks and men with no credit scores. Well, Jennifer, the good thing is, is that you're doing everything that you're supposed to do to attract the guy that you're looking for and the right people. Because committing to being yourself is the only way to attract 
the right type of people for you. Because if you're living an inauthentic life, you're going to attract inauthentic people. And that's why a lot of people have the issues that they're having. A lot of people in relationships settle. Um, a lot of people uh, in their relationships don't want to be with that person. They cheat. A lot of people just come to terms with themselves and just don't believe that they can find the right person. But the way to do that, whether it's a relationship or friends is to just commit to being who you are. Whether people accept you for it or not is irrelevant. That's their problem. The moment you start steering away from your core values or compromise your values or, or bend your backbone in any direction that doesn't feel natural, you're going to start attracting people that are attracted to the facade that you're putting on. Sometimes you have to commit to being who you are unapologetically. And I promise you, if you let that be known, you will attract the right people in your life. And on that note, we'll end the show. Um, guys, check out the Patreon. We got bonus stuff on there. Always post the new stuff. We got a little mini podcast called The Morning Rant. Um, you know, if you want more of this... <laughs> Go, I'm on social media, Instagram, Facebook. I can't, I mean, I don't even know if you could even follow any, me anymore. They, they they froze my follower account on there. I mean, people tell me all the time they're not seeing my posts or they had to refollow me. I don't know what's going on. Maybe I should start twerking or babbing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. Look, guys, till next time. Love you guys. Talk to you soon.